strong women, smart policy, solid theology, and no apology. This is Concerned Women Today with Penny Young Nance, CEO and president of Concerned Women for America, the largest public policy organization for women in the nation. Joining me today is John Zdrozny with American First Legal, who's doing incredible work. And I am just so grateful you're here with us, John. Um, I would love it if you would start off, and and we've been talking at Concerned Women for America and on Concerned Women Today about what happened with these woke companies who, after our ladies had prayed for 50 years, after they had come to their their nation's capital, talked to their congressmen, they had gone to their state capital, they volunteered in their pregnancy care centers, and they voted for President Trump so they could have three Supreme Court justices that helped overturn Roe. But now you have the very companies that they've been doing business with for many years, the companies that they've been buying, you know, goods for their children, athletic wear for their children, shin guards. How much money did I spend for my kids every year going into school on school products and soccer gear and lacrosse sticks and all those things. And these very companies have turned on their consumers. And I believe they're about to get a serious wake-up call from pro-life women who have amazing purchasing power in this nation. But before we kind of talk some more about that, I would love it first, John, if you will introduce yourself to our listeners, tell them a little bit about you and what you're doing um, at Americans First, and then, then we'll get into what you're working on. Hi, Penny. Thank you so much for having me on the show. So my name is John Zadrozny. I'm the Deputy Director of Investigations at America First Legal. Uh, we are a 501c3 organization dedicated to transparency and uh, making sure your federal government is working for you and other governments as well. Um, we have uh, been around for a little over a year, uh, and uh, we've got some people who have been in the administration, others who have not, but all people who are dedicated to truth and making sure that, uh, that your taxpayer dollars are being used lawfully and appropriately. And so, um, you know, we've been pretty active. We've got some litigation out there. We're working with some state attorneys general on various cases, um, working in the FOIA space, sending in Freedom of Information Act requests to get information from a government that does not want to share information. And uh, we also have cases though against private sector parties like Dick's Sporting Goods and other companies that appear to be violating the law. We've actually had a, even though we've only been around for a little over a year, we've had a pretty decent track record of success in courts. And uh, I think people are sort of waking up to the, the fact that the, the government is just not cooperating and we are getting a lot of uh, a lot of goodwill and we'll see if we can keep it going. So the most important thing is that the American people's will is followed and it doesn't really seem like that's happening here with this administration. That's right. A hundred percent. And you all are doing great work. I have a, I'm big fan of yours, John, and also just much of your team, a lot of former Trump administration people and some other people have joined together and you are doing incredible work. St Stephen Miller and so many people that I just think do really great work. I'm really grateful for what you're doing. And I, I think the left's been way better at working in this space than we have. And so we've really needed you all to kind of move into the sort of the legal uh, avenue and to make sure that the laws that we all work so hard to get passed are actually followed. Um, and I just think it's so interesting now as we're seeing corporate America turn on us um, and really 
discriminate against women who have chosen life, women who are mothers. The very companies that talk out both sides of their mouth about how they support women um, are the very ones that are at this moment discriminating. And many of them are offering up to $4,000 for travel for abortion. So let's make sure you recognize this, ladies. The money that you're spending to buy those shin guards at Dick's Sporting Goods, part of their profit is going to be spent to pay for an employee to travel across state lines for abortion, but not for a mom who decides to parent, who's only getting paid, you know, maybe minimum wage or just barely over in order to pay for her childcare costs. So thank God American First Legal recognized this is real discrimination. So John, maybe you can tell them what you all did next. Sure, Penny. So basically our lawsuit, uh, um, or rather our complaint so far on, uh, against exporting goods has to do with the fact that what they have done is they've, I mean, in my opinion, it's a rather ghoulish thing to do, but um, they didn't even establish a, an across the board, quote unquote, pregnancy benefit for all women in the company. They flat out created a pro-abortion benefit and have denied it to pregnant women who would like to actually see the pregnancy through to birth and have their child born. Um, that's actually a problem for them because that violates um, the Pregnancy Discrimination Act, which I believe passed in 1978 and modified the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Basically, you can't distinguish between um, those types of benefits. You have to provide it to the whole group. And so uh, we- can, can I pause and say feminists fought really hard for that? Right. The group of people that at this moment they're, they're trying to you know, pretend to suck up to, they don't recognize, worked really hard so that women could not be discriminated against for being pregnant and becoming mothers. Penny, what I find amazing about this whole thing is that it wasn't until that Supreme Court draft opinion leaked in May that uh, Democrats were even acknowledging women existed. Uh, you know, we, they, the, the whole question, I never thought I'd live in a world where the question, what is a woman stumped people? Uh, but it apparently does, and it stumped quite a few Democrats. But when they discovered that draft, they rediscovered the woman's right to choose, so so called. And uh, I think oh, really no, 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 no. These are birthing people, John. Don't be people. narrow, right? Yeah. And chest feeding. Thank you for oh. correcting me, Penny. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's really just quite amazing to me. But again, they've come back to uh, now that they've got a club that they think is valuable. What I find really funny about all this is that, and not funny, it's not funny, but that abortion is so important to them. Like they, the thought that, um, you know, if anyone out there thought the Democratic Party was in, in favor of small d democracy, you have proof now that that's not the case. Um, they are just uncomfortable with the fact that that jurisdiction states will be deciding this issue, that people can vote on it. I think this is what the left is, and some Republicans, by the way, have feared for 50 years that they couldn't just shrug and say it's the law of the land anymore. They actually have to vote the way their voters want them to vote. And when they run into a situation like now, they can't fudge it anymore. They can't say, well, the courts have said, the courts haven't said, the courts have said it's your responsibility. Are That's you going right. to vote for or against a pro-abortion law? This and is so, the democratic process, right? right. Well, seven out of nine men no longer get to decide for everyone. And so you're right. There's been a lot of state legislators and governors who have gotten to kind of shrug their shoulders and say, oh, what can we do? And now they're going to have to actually decide and step up. And so this is going to be you know, a difficult process, but hey, we're up to it. Let's make, let's have the argument. It's the other side that doesn't want to have the conversation. 
Penny, that's 100% correct. In fact, that's what I find so hysterical about this. Basically, what the court said um, through Justice Alito's opinion was, uh, we're going to leave it up to the states and voters to decide these important issues. And the left's collective response was, you're a bunch of fascists, uh, which to me, I don't even know how to respond to something so incoherent. And what's clear is they don't want that to be decided. I don't blame them. If you look at the math, every time uh, a leftist like uh, Barack Obama or Joe Biden's in charge of the White House, uh, Democrats hemorrhage state leadership. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they are in a position just now, if you look at the map, where if every state today was going to change its laws based on whether it had a blue or a red governor uh, or legislature, most of them would go the Republicans' way. That's only going to keep getting worse as Joe Biden continues to flop around the country and the world, uh, showing that he doesn't know what he's doing. And uh, that's fine with us. But that's, again, that's why the left is terrified, because people are voting again. That's and right. they don't want this to be decided by voters. Well, and, and so their reaction, of course, is to lie and to say, you know, that th that this decision makes all sorts of things happen that aren't true. Like, for instance, lying and saying that women can't be treated for ectopic pregnancy. That's a lie. Saying that, you know, people like us don't believe in life of the mother exceptions. That's a lie. I, in fact, I don't know anyone that doesn't support the, the very rare situation where it's a life for a life. So, um, and we could go on and on about all the untruths, but talk to me, John, about what in the heck happened with corporate America? When did they turn on us? When did they decide they literally hate pro-life people? I mean, that's a great question, Penny. I don't think, I don't have a hard answer for you, but I would analogize it to what we've seen with school boards around the country. You know, I think the thing that makes us good citizens makes us terrible leaders you know, as conservatives. And so like people go about their lives. They live right. their lives. They spend time with friends and family. They keep to themselves. And you wake up one day and uh, your school board is telling teachers to call your kids furries or uh, coaching them through a, a transgender change process without letting the parents know. And all of a sudden parents had the, the ability to see this and they stood up and said, no, not here. Well, we're seeing the same sort of transformation that has been slow and incremental behind the scenes in corporate America. It's probably been in the works for a while, but it's probably also a result of people, you know, not not taking their shareholder duties responsible or seriously. Uh, you know, we all some of us own stocks and companies. Mm -hmm. uh, we get those things in the mail about proxy voting and uh, maybe you fill them out. Maybe you don't. But the reality is those votes for these crazy policies, some of them have been happening for quite a while. And unless you either are pushing to have certain people who are you know, match your worldview on that board, or you're voting your shares a certain way at those corporate shareholder meetings. Uh, this is what happens. You know, I, I think th this is another point that I think is worth making. Um, it's irresponsible, I think, for these companies to be doing this in a way from a, just a raw fiduciary obligation standpoint. You know, these are publicly traded companies. Dix is a publicly traded company. Uh, they have an obligation to make sure the company is pursuing profit in the best interest of its shareholders. Now, I'm sure they give you some song and dance that we think these things are in the best interests of shareholders, except the problem is the things they're doing are patently illegal. It's not just the the uh, the pro-abortion stipend, uh, Penny. There's also just flat out language in some of uh, Dick's promotional materials, uh, personnel recruitment materials, saying their goal is to recruit, uh, you know, 50 percent uh BIPOC populations, uh, and they've got language that basically literally is in violation of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So I, I, it's not that they're they're going to tell you that they're doing this for the best interest of the company. Honestly, I don't know what could possibly, I don't know how someone could with good faith say, we think by just scorch earthing 
half of the population or some large percentage of a country's population that we are serving our economic model at, at the end of the day. I don't see how they can say that with a straight face. Well, and that's happening over and over and over again. They've allowed uh, the DEI committee, the diversity and inclusion um, department to run the entire co company. And they've even changed their language in talking about, you know, serving their shareholders, right? They're not really talking about share, serving their shareholders. They're talking about the community. And so you're right. It is, it's illegal. You're supposed to be serving the interest of your shareholders. But I think there's really, there's some comeuppance happening. And I think we're slow to wake up and I even have to take some credit here. My own portfolio had to go through some changes once I really realized what was happening um, and had a very, <laughs> as I say for my husband, I say for retirement. Um, so there has to be a conversation within our ranks about living out our pro-life ethic in every single way. And that includes with our consumer dollars. There's the, and certainly investments, but right now we're talking about the power of the purse. And I know as a mom that I have two children and God bless them, they are expensive. And going into the, uh, the beginning of the school in the fall, there is Christmas time's a very expensive, a very expensive time for parents and a very good profit time for retail. And so is moving into the school year. So um, I would love for you to tell me, uh, John, tell me like why specifically you all focused on dicks because there's a list. And by the way, concernedwomen.org, go to our website on the front page. We have a list of, of corporations that are the worst offenders. And then we have alternatives and dicks is on that list. And also Target is on that list. So tell me why you all specifically in the civil rights complaint focused on dicks as opposed to some of the others. Well, Penny, that, that's a really good question. I think the main thing we can say about that is that, uh, and I can't reveal too much from, from uh, because of attorney-client privilege, et cetera, but uh, we were able to find a client who had standing to file this lawsuit. Um, it's a, a, a woman, actually a woman, not just a birthing person who works for uh, Dick Sporting Goods, who uh, does not want to abort her child, but is unable to get the same $4,000 stipend uh, that they're giving to allow someone to travel somewhere else to abort a child. And so, uh, you know, we've got a clear cut, what we think, a legal argument. We've got the client that has standing and that's what, that's what gets us here. But your question is a, is a good one and opens a big door, which is what other companies are doing these things. Honestly, without some of the employees uh, out there, people out there who are seeing these things inside their companies, we may not know about them. They may not be giant corporations like, like Dick's or any of the Fortune 500. Um, and that's one other thing, Penny, that I wanted to mention is that you've got a situation here where you know, that I never thought I'd see the day where uh, the left is the party of big business, where they, they might like pretend to not be, but they really are. And I think it's because they figured out that if they can control the largest corporations in the country um, through largesse, through federal largesse, like through contracting or whatever, um, access, um, you know, it's easier to get 500 CEOs into the White House East Room to schmooze and dine them and give them goodies. Uh, than it is to get the millions of small business owners around the country into that same room. And so they've, they've, the, these corporations over time have sort of drifted to the left. And now you're seeing sort of this culmination, this like unfortunate perfect storm of uh, corrupt government that shovels money out the door uh, with reckless abandon and corporations which are no longer honoring their fiduciary duties to the shareholders. So um, I think you've got a really 
tough road ahead. Um, hopefully more people can come out and say, look, I work for this large company and this large company has these racist policies or it has these um, discriminatory policies against pregnant women. If you're one of those people, please give us a call at aflegal.org. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. And uh, I have no doubt that Dix is not alone in this. That's right. Um, but, uh, you know, it's going to be it's going to be incumbent on the people in these companies who are seeing this lawlessness to come forward and tell us about it. That's right. And we run into this as well. Right. As we're representing women and women's sports and filing civil rights complaints and so on, you have to have a plaintiff. And so that means you have to have someone who is brave enough to step forward and say, I am being discriminated against and I would like for you to help me. And so, yes, absolutely. Where how should they contact you again, John? Well, the, the best way right now is to come check us out at our uh, website, which is aflegal.org. Uh, there are a couple of email addresses. You can reach out on the tip line or you can reach out on the info line. Uh, we're basically there for you, and we'd love to talk to you. We can't guarantee that we'd be able to help, but if you have a situation like this, we are at least willing to sit down and, and hear you out, and we can right. figure things out later. But I have no doubt, uh, Penny, that this is a recurring situation. It's oh, only going to get worse, absolutely. Too, by the way. A hundred percent. This is a recurring situation. We've just got to have employees who are brave enough to step forward, but they're not just defending themselves. They're defending everyone. They're defending yeah. that mom that, it, that wants to have her child, but now, you know, she's worried about childcare. That four grand would make the difference between life and death for her baby. And so I am disgusted by what I've seen in corporate America. And you know what, Pink can say whatever she wants, her music's not that good anyway. But most, most corporations, these big Fortune 500 corporations who you said it, have lived off the largest of the American people, have literally turned on the pro-life community and we're mad. And we don't have to keep putting up with it. We certainly don't have to, to fund people who hate us. And so our goal is just to give other alternatives and to help you find plaintiffs that can step forward and actually stand up for women who would like to choose life and stop these corporations from discriminating against them. And so I love, I love what you're doing. What else should people know? Uh, well, I, we're, about AF Legal, America First Legal, we are trying to, we're basically open to anyone who is willing to come forward and talk to us about a situation involving government abuse. It's not just if you work for a company and you are, you know, perhaps a situation like this woman that we're representing uh, in the case against Dix, um, we would like to talk to you. If you are working for a federal government and you're seeing lawlessness, uh, call us. If you're working for a state government and you see lawlessness, call us. If you think there's something we should be paying attention to and uh, we might not be looking at it as hard as we should we can always do a freedom of information request at the federal or state level so there are lots of options but really at the end of the day i think the most important thing the american people who, uh, who are watching your podcast and beyond can do is just do as much as they can stay alert uh, mm -hmm. speak up don't let things go by this type of case is important uh, not just because we're doing it. I mean, I'm, I'm thrilled to be part of it. But the thing that's important is if, if we don't start reacting now forcefully to these cases, you will see more. And the most important thing when a bad trend starts is to respond accordingly and stop it. In right. Its that's 100% right. Because guess what? Others follow suit and do the same. And the, your favorite um, company that you do business with on a regular basis maybe have been smart enough thus far to stay out of it but let me just tell you I know this for a fact 
because I have these conversations like you do, John, behind the scenes with these CEOs, and there's a lot of pressure on them to do the wrong thing. And they all sort of, you know, are in this uh, echo chamber with each other. And they want to get the good housekeeping seal of approval from whatever identity group that, you know, is in at that moment. But you know, our kind of ilk aren't really good at standing up for themselves in this way. So this is one of the reasons why I'm grateful for what you're doing. It's important to do. We want to support you in that and give us the website again and let people know how they can reach out to you. Thanks, Penny. Yeah. So for anyone who wants to see what else we're up to or has any information and would like to talk to us and, and uh, uh, you can come find us at aflegal.org. That's aflegal.org. And, uh, you know, we're pretty committed to these issues and we'd love to talk to you. John, we are so grateful for what you're doing. And I am furious, of course, at Dick's Sporting Goods and have told moms, don't shop there. Go go buy your kids um, shin guards or lacrosse stick or swimming gear or basketball shoes. Go to Walmart. Go someplace else other than these corporations. And at the top of our list is the company Target. Now, they're ubiquitous. They're everywhere. But I got to tell you, there's plenty of competition and they have been the leader on not just this issue, but others. I mean, remember, this is the company that was selling bus finders to teenage girls because, you know, perhaps they shouldn't have breasts because they're boys. Right. And so they have taken um, a, a stand in the culture war and now adding insult to injury, they're paying for their employees to cross state lines for abortion to end life. And so we're sick of our money going to pay for the radical left to do the things that we find appalling. So we're joining you in this effort. We're not shopping at Dick's and we're not shopping at Target. We're, we're saying toss Target. And, and on that note, when you come to concernwomen.org, if you come to our website, we'll have an action kit for you to be able to complain to the target manager. We'll have a script of what you can say, and we would ask you to say it kindly and to say it with grace and dignity, but to tell them you're no longer shopping at Target. And I would suggest do the same at Dick's. And then we'll have a letter for you to sign or an email that you can send so you can officially break up with Target, toss Target.